TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. And now... You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program, Mom Zev Brenner. We're going to look at what's happening in 770. The police are there, riots, tunnels, walls being broken down. So with us right now is Moshe. He's been davening at 770 for the longest time. He's an observer of what's happening. So Moshe, thank you for joining us. What's taking place at 770? What's going on? Walls being torn. <laughs> thank fights. you, Zeph, for taking me on. Sure, thank yeah, you. Um, it's, a, it's a little bit wild what's happening, but just as a background, um, 770 always started off at 770 Eastern Parkway, and then they bought more and more property to the corner, and they kept on expanding. In uh, 1988, they made a corner foundation. The Neb himself came and picked up the rock and moved it over because they were going to expand show all the way to Union Street. I think that was David now, Chase. Wasn't that David Chase who gave? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, in the meantime, they expanded a little bit, then then Mutamos happened. And the reason why it never happened, because the Gabayim of the show are fighting in court with the establishment of Chabad, Prince Kishentov. And they, a it's a fight, isn't a fight the Mashiachistan versus the non-Mashiach, those who believe the Rebbe is Messiah, as opposed to who don't take that position uh, it's, officially? It's, I don't think it's mainly the... It is also, but uh, they're in court over just, uh, it's a more, like I say, in Hebrew, it's, uh, who's, who's in charge? charge. It, okay. Yeah, so either way, because of this court case, the whole expansion got held up. Now, the expansion is necessary. Every year, the Knesset Shluchim, everybody knows, they take a picture of 5,000 Shluchim, stand in front of 770. You can't fit 5,000 people in there, especially with all the guests that come that aren't official Shluchim. And, uh, all the members in Crown Heights get sometimes, I'm in 770, and after Davin is over, we all want to leave. It's worse than getting off a plane and being the last guy on the plane. I don't know if you're ever on a plane the, the old way in the back. It takes take you like 15 minutes to leave the plane. In 770, there's time to take you longer than that to, to leave 770. If there's a Sakana Chas it, it's I don't even want to think what could happen in my own story. So everybody is in agreement that the soul is too small for capacity, and it needs to be expanded and fast. Now, because of all these politics, and this, it, things are being dragged out. But it's not just politics, it's also a court case involved, isn't there still? Court case, yeah, but the court case is because of all the politics. Either way, things are just not happening. So Bahrain on their own dug uh, the area facing Union Street to procure the Akhaba to happen. Well, recently, so what I said, some, of the, some of the students yeah. that were there dug a tunnel is what you're saying? It's not a... It's, when when people found out, it looked like a tunnel, but it's not. It's much bigger than a tunnel. It's just a hollow area for the Chavit to happen. They just started, started uh, around Corona time because Bachram was bored because the show was locked and there was show, she was locked. They started digging and they were doing it, you know, slowly more and more. And then eventually they, they hollowed the whole area out and they got people uh, people from the Gabayim and the show and they noticed what happened after everything was already dug out. So they. They decided they want to fill up the hole because they they're scared it's going to affect them in the court case against Krinsky. So they. And, but they, they also want to be afraid that it could affect the structure of the building too. Isn't that part of what's going on? Um, no. The reason why the Gabayim wanted to fill it up because they're scared it's going to affect the court case and they might lose. So the Bachrim saw that they're going to actually come in and stuff up the the hollow hole, hollow area. So they actually went ahead and took down the wall. Now it could be all the wild. But I, I'm hoping that this is a means to an end, that it actually, it might actually cause the two sides to sit down and negotiate and figure out able problem or how to have the show actually expanded 
That's what I'm hoping. That so that's no, so when, something that when, when did the wall come down? Was that today? So today, Bunker went ahead because they saw that the opponent brought machinery to stop up what they dug. So they brought concrete, there was concrete trucks that were there to fill up. I don't up know the, what they brought, which exactly things I didn't see, but the Bunker went with crowbars and hammers. They actually opened up a part of the wall. So people can show that it's actually opening, and hopefully this can be a means to an end that they can cause. I'm hoping that it will cause actually a start to actually put the differences aside for the benefit of the whole extended chamber of Lubavitch and the world that comes to the office in the 70s and actually build some 72 units. Because it needs to happen, it's just there's no other way out of it. Was it a little bit of a wild way? Yes, but we gave them, they never came out in if you just pick up a little clearer, because you're fading a little bit. If you just pick up a little clearer. I said in 1988, 1988, that I became out already to make the, uh, the cornerstone with David Chase then. So we gave them about 36 years to figure it out. So hopefully this is a means and end that the guys can put their differences aside and actually make their cover happen. The now, expansion of 770 could be doubled. 770 could be doubled. Now I saw the video. The walls are broken. What's the condition right now? Can people dive in there? Is it... It seems like it's a ball. So the benches were the thrown area in. where they the area where the pile right now is the area where they made the hole the police caution tape. The rest of the soul is available to Darwin or continuing to Darwin. I might have the rest of the soul Barker were learning. It was just that area where they broke open. People police came, there were people standing around. But the, the other half of the soul Barker were learning like regular. And uh, I just hope that. This can cause them, that's kind of to move their political differences aside for the benefit of the rest of Lubavitch and the rest of the world to dominate the because it does need to be expanded. It is too small. Now, you were there. How many people were arrested? I saw some uh, the police are making arrests at 770. I, so I think ten, about 10 of them went inside after they broke down the wall to stand in there to uh, have a hard that they want the soul to be expanded, and then the the police arrested him, I think, with about 10 people. So I don't know what's with them right now or where, where what, and when those are, these are holding. What's going to happen? Time will tell my guess is good as yours. Okay. But I hope it happens that it actually brings to the Rakhava. Now, here's the thing, though. Obviously, this is the yeah. more Mish- people who believe the Rebbe is Mashiach as opposed to not, right? The Bukram that are there. Um, uh, the, the, the ones that control yeah, the 7 Bukram to 7, they really are Mashiachists, and right? It's a... Uh, the ones that actually did the break in the wall, but I think the fact that 770 needs to be expanded is the consensus of 99% of Lubavitch. The question is how, what, where, who should do it, how we go about it, how it gets done, that's already, uh, we have to figure out. But the fact that 770 is too small for capacity and it needs to be expanded, is the, everybody knows that everyone agrees that you don't... But the question is, do you have the buckramacking on their own? Is that the way to achieve... That's going to be an expansion when there is tension. I want to play for you. I want to get to your Rabbi Yeshaya yeah. Braun, who's one of the on the one of the part of the best in the crowd. Here's what he had to say yeah. about what happened today. What I'm going to say now is very obvious to all, but sometimes even the obvious has to be said. A horrible thing happened today, and unfortunately, it's been happening for many, many years. Where a group of people who were not appointed by anyone have taken reign and control of the Holy Shul of 770 and decided to do as they wish. Things came to a head today where people saw in the open where they're ready to destroy and deface 
the holy walls, which anybody could do that to any shul, certainly the uh, a shul like seven Sandy, the Rebbe shul, whose hand did not shake and tremble when they went and touched those walls, when they took a hammer to those walls. We're not even talking about all the tunnels and all the other horrible things that have happened. This is an, a fulfillment of the Pasuk, Now the Pasuk has a different meaning, but it's used often in this context, those who actually destroy, and those who demolish. Unfortunately, they're coming out of us, and they're coming out of Klal Yisrael, of Bnei Yisrael, that a Yid should go, who officially calls himself a Shomer Torah Mitzvah, and demolish and destroy a shul, never mind the dangerous aspect, never mind the religious aspect. It's mind-boggling. I don't think the word mecham and protest is appropriate over here. We voiced this many, many times, that really these people should be totally not considered part of the mainstream, regular mispalim of the shul. We have to call them out in all possible ways and strong terms, I have no idea why the powers that be are still allowing them to reign control and do whatever they want. They decide everything from the beginning to the end as if they're in charge of 770. What happened to Rabbanim? What happened to Gaboyim? What happened to Mamunim? They never set up a system. They never set up a holy system. And people who think they know better than everybody else in every single matter are just destroying and demolishing and destroying physical structures, destroying spiritual structures. I don't really have much more words to say about this. It is as painful as can be. And this is just a hishtalshless of what's been going on for a very long time. They need to be put in their place, put in their place in so many meanings of the word. And Hashem HaYeshua, the that this should be the Haskalos HaGeula, if it's such a shlav. In Golos, we see the Churban, the Churban should become the Haskalos HaGmiya, and we should have the expansion of 770 in the real way, not done by some idiots who decide on their own how to be Mach of 770, but they are, all they're doing is just being Mach of 770, we should have the true Harchava of the Beis HaMikdash, Hashlishi, take it from Yad Mamish. That's Rabbi Yashir Braun, he's on part of the Bez and the Crown Heights. So these seem like yeah, not okay, going to be reconciliation. Yeah. Listen, right? I don't speak for Rabbi Braun, but I do... Can... You can just speak up a little closer into the, into the telephone, please. Go ahead, yeah. I said I don't... Yeah, look, listen, I don't speak for Rabbi Braun, but he did finish off his, his message that we should have their chava, it just needs to be done in the proper way. So everybody does hold that it needs to get done. Now, I don't know why he's using the term of destroying the shul when it's the seisam and naslimnis. Everybody knows when you do innovations, you, just, you demolish before you do innovations. It's not a, nobody was here as, as a Nazi chas coming to vandalize the shul. Um, and listen, the, the other chavas that happened in 770 in the past, there was one in 1968 and one done in 1974, was also just take, taking forever for it to get done. And it's this historical fact that what happened was Barham just went on their own and got it done. So I'm not uh, I'm not promoting any, any uh, violence or whatever, but it's just it's a, it is a stressful situation. No, the question, but here's the question though: when you do the expansions on your own, that was done yeah. twice before, and, and it's not done supervised. You have to have construction people who really know what they're doing and it has to be part of a plan. When Absolutely. you do it top lop, you're Absolutely. putting the building, you're putting 770 in danger. Aren't you? Listen, absolutely needs to be done right and proper, and uh, that, and hopefully this is the end. And if we get the Afghanistan, this can be the final push to get the Afghanistan to 
But you think it's going to happen because you heard him call uh, the, those so. like you idiots? That doesn't sound like it means there's going, to, there's going to be a consensus. Doesn't sound like it. Listen, he has to say what he has to say because the Gabonians are scared that they're going to. It's going to look bad for them in court, and uh, he needs to be taken their side. He wants he wants them to give him a lease and Chavez and Yankees. So I can't speak for him. I'm sorry. I can just say the fact is that everybody wants to fuck with the Hamden. And they went a little bit, um, we've seen the Bible from Attila River to get, hopefully, and we'll get this done. If it doesn't, um, we'll go back to status quo. What can I say? Now, here's the thing. thing. What happened in the shul itself? The, the people who believe the Rise Mashiach control the upper portion and the lower portion is the regular Miss Palm. How does it work? Just to tell our audience what, what it's like at 770. Um, and I think. It's, it's a hard uh, question to answer um, because at the end of the day, most 99% of the Bible does believe in the Mashiach. You want to say the people who are in the Mashiachist camp and the anti-Mashiachist camp, um, we're not going to get into the details of what exactly that means. It's just, uh, I think at the end, the upstairs portion is controlled by the anti-Mashiachist camp and the downstairs is uh, in the hands of the pro-Mashiachist camp. But uh, it's just the Naris guy, and there's nothing to do because everybody dominates in every part of the show. There are Mishikis who dominate in the upstairs part of the show. There are anti Mishikis who dominate in the downstairs parts. It doesn't, it just, it's just stupidity. It doesn't mean anything. And anyway, I want to thank you for giving us a report. We're going to follow up more about it. So I appreciate you giving us an idea of what's happening yeah. at 770 and the yeah. riot and the police arrest that took place today. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Alan Dershowitz. One of the most important Jewish institutions in the world today is TalkLine with Zeb Rana. He is so smart, and he is so innovative, and he has so many interesting guests. I don't know what Yiddishkeit, I don't know what New York, I don't know what the world would do without Zeb. So, Zeb, Yashikach, may you go from strength to strength and keep, keep informing us and educating us and keep fighting for Jewish values. Get ready for an unforgettable experience. Zev Brenner's Talkline Network invites you to join us for the launch of WNEW 102.7 FM HD3, your go-to destination for the best in Jewish culture, music, news, and talk. We're not just a radio station. We're a community. Connect with us in the car or on the go or at talklinenetwork.com and via our 24-hour listen line on your cell phones at 641-793-0382. That's 641-793-0382. Imagine 24 hours daily access to the richness of Jewish life and thought. It's like having a vibrant community at your fingertips, no matter where you are. From thought-provoking discussions to the latest hits, our programming is designed to entertain, inform, and inspire. You won't want to miss a moment. Join us on WNEW 102.7 FM HD3 and TalkLineNetwork.com. Don't miss out on the excitement. Spread the word, tell your friends, and get ready for a new era in broadcasting. This is more than a radio station. It's a celebration of our rich heritage and a platform for our shared future. For more information or to host your own radio show podcast, call us at 212-769-1925. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. Talkline, America's premier Jewish network, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Thank you for tuning in to Talkline with Zev Brenner. America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, hawklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 
1-800-273-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms, or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to thechalklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.